This is the Undercover Woo Podcast, Episode 9 with Susie Moore, Confidence Coach and Wizard with Words. She's authored several books and has written for more than 300 media publications, including Oprah.com, Marie Claire, Business Insider, Forbes, The Today Show, and Inc. Hi, and welcome to the Undercover Woo Podcast. I am your host, Abby Lou Walker. I'm a mom, wife, author, and the founder and CEO of Vivian Liu, a multi-million dollar company that sells insoles for high heels. But we're not here to talk about business. We're here to explore all things woo, one conversation at a time. From astrocartography and breathwork to yoni steam baths and zodiac signs, this podcast is an invitation for fellow newbies and non-believers to join me as I venture deeper into the world of woo. My wish is that these conversations help both you and me find ways to quiet our self-doubt, live unapologetically, feel less overwhelmed, clean the homes and bodies in which we live, strengthen our intuition, and become unstoppable in our pursuit of peace and freedom. Let's go. Susie Moore, thank you so much for being on the show today. You are one of the most positive people I know, and not in like a fake smiley over the top kind of way, but in a genuinely interested like, hey, I'm rooting for you kind of way. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk to you today about positivity and wanted to ask you, what is your secret to positivity? How do you stay so positive? Oh, Abby, I love this question. I'm so happy to be speaking to you and talking about this. Well, I think that positivity, it's a little bit misunderstood, right? It's not toxic positivity where we're like, everything's going to be okay. Put away the negative emotions, right? We all feel them. It's good to feel them, right? Life is always a balance of all the different feelings. Um, But it actually takes more work to be positive than to be the opposite, right? Anyone could be cynical. Anyone can wake up grumpy, have a bad day, you know, uh, bring like a heavy energy with them wherever they go. If you want to be positive, it requires some inner work, right? And this is kind of one of the things that can be, I think, a bit confusing and a bit frustrating for anyone who is an optimist or someone who does want to bring the light wherever they go. It's often misinterpreted as naivety, right? Or being a bit of a bimbo, right? Being a bit I don't know, um, not intelligent. And it really, it, it's the opposite of that. It's wise to be positive because how is the other alternative working, right? Like truly, how, how does the other alternative work for you? And I think that when you put some perspective on the world, have some perspective on your life and you care about other people, then you care to, to be in a better mood. I love that. I love that. And yes, I think sometimes people misunderstood positivity as like, oh, well, she's totally fake. She's totally out of touch, has no clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. And to your point, it, do- it takes a lot of work to remain positive and have a smile on your face. Yeah. And I would say, look around wherever you go. If you're, if you're an optimistic person, if you're a positive, um, if you have a positive vibration, you're in the minority always. You know, always go to an office, go to a wedding, go anywhere. Like, and you'll see people are complaining. People aren't in a good mood. They're not feeling well. And guess what? Sometimes you don't feel well. Put a smile on it anyway. Like this is, uh, this is like the, the choice that we have. And I think that that's a wonderful thing to remember. And I, I think when you're positive, you vibrate at a higher frequency. And mm-hmm. those, and again, like attracts like. People will show up. Opportunities will show up. Things will appear when you vibrate at a higher frequency. Yes, and think about that's how we connected, right? We were at an event together and we just were drawn together because we we have a similar vibe. And how how lucky for us. I know. We are. Mm-hmm. We're both very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> 
So how do you become a positive thinker? Mm, oh, well, there, I think that there are, this is uh, simple. We make it complicated, right? There are many steps, many books, many resources on this. Essentially, I think that you have to interpret the world. You have to remember that your, your interpretation of the world is unique, right? You get to choose it. You get to choose your beliefs and beliefs are just thought, thought loops on repeat. So like, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on things that bring you joy? Are you focusing on the options that you have? Are you focusing on what's working? right? It's the, the power of focus. It's kind of almost like really our only job, right? Because there can be a lot of things going wrong. And like in the world right now, a lot of us are suffering for different reasons. And even, even though that's true, there are still a lot of great things that happen every day, right? There are still a lot of good things. So it's like, what is working? You know, sometimes, so I was just telling another friend, this Abby, I was leaving Whole Foods and my husband was leaving a dermatologist appointment and he called me and he said, um, what's for dinner? And I was like, wait, how was your appointment? He's like, yeah, all clear. What's for dinner? I'm like, all clear. What's for dinner? Can we let it sink in for a second that you're fine, that there's nothing to worry about? We wouldn't be talking about lentil tacos right now if there were a problem at the dermatologist, you know? So uh, how about we just focus on everything that's going right, which is frankly all the stuff that we never think about, right? It's like, I don't have pain in my body, so I'm not going to think about that. How, how about I focus on my taxes? If you don't have pain in your body, if there is not a natural disaster happening in your city, if you are not like currently um, suffering for whatever reason, if your kids are healthy, if your house isn't on fire, you have a lot of things to appreciate. And this is kind of where our focus um, is the master. So, so true. I love that. Mm -hmm. And again, it takes work. Like, cause mm -hmm. it's easy to default to the negative versus the positive. Oh, of course, because the negative will always be there. And it's like, what's going to get your attention, right? Like what's going to be the thing that captures your attention. And so, but the thing is no one can tell you, but you, nobody. I mean, there are very few cases in this life where you don't get to choose your focus, right? Because we have so much more power than we understand. I love that. That's brilliant. So you've written that most high achieving people you know have consciously mastered the art of tuning out their inner critic and dialing up the volume on the inner coach. So what does your inner coach say to you and how do people develop that inner coach and again, work on strengthening that muscle versus letting the inner critic have a voice? Well, your inner critic loves, loves a lazy mind, right? Like if you, if it, okay, so each thought will create a new thought or many other thoughts, right? It's what we just call a thought spiral, uh, but you can have an upward spiral, <laughs> right? So, you know, it's like, um, just so you can start your day like this, wake up. I didn't get enough sleep. I'm going to be tired all day. Oh, wait. And I'm also really busy today. My spouse looks grumpy over there. There's no food in the house. Wait, I'd love to shop, but I don't have that much money this month. Like it can go that way, that way, that way, that way, right? It can also work in the reverse. But again, like, you know, as we said, this requires a little bit more attention. And when it comes to really dialing up your inner coach, it's just practice, right? And there's a great, uh, just a thought replacement technique, which you can do all the time. It's, it's called auto-suggestion, which is as soon as you have a, a thought that makes you feel like you're uh, an energy sink or an energy drop, so for example, if it, you know, your thought is, I don't know how to do this, or I have no idea, or you have a panic thought, a, a generous, like subtle thought replacement wouldn't be, I know everything, I'm perfect. It, it could be, uh, I, maybe I don't have to do it alone, right? Like a, a soothing, slightly improved thought, right? Or if you thought, um, 
I'm going to humiliate myself and mess this up. You could say, you know, last week when I was a bit worried about something, that turned out okay. Yeah, so gentle, little loving, gentle nudge kiss. Like, <laughs> do that, right? And again, you can't go from, you can't go from like, I'm really worried about being in debt to, I'm, I'm a billionaire, I'm a billionaire. But you can say, you know what? I'm open to new ways to make money. You know, I know there are opportunities in my town, like whatever it may be. I think just always just consciously choosing a, a thought that's a little bit higher, a little bit elevated. And once you start doing this, it becomes like this natural habit, which is pretty wonderful. I need to start that habit. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. And you know, it, it can even happen when you're in the moment with somebody who's annoying you. If they're like, if they sound really ignorant or they're frustrating you, you can just say, you know, uh, this person's actually is pretty cool. We just, we just, we just disagree on this. You don't say it out loud. You just think it. And then you can even, if you're getting annoyed with someone, remember a good quality that they have in that moment. It's, it's pretty wonderful once you implement this and then it becomes your second nature. So you are a life coach and I'm sure some of your clients are like really the power of positive thinking. What would you tell people who are <laughs> yeah. naysayers or kind of poo-poo the belief of like, yeah, total woo, new age thinking, power of positivity? Yes. And so there'll always be these people, right? No matter what you're preaching or loving, there'll always be like, it's like the law of thirds, right? A third will love it. A third of people won't like you and a third won't care about you, right? You only really have to care about your third. If someone tries to uh, um, disagree or say, I don't believe any of that, I just say, cool. <laughs> it's not my job to convince anybody. And the thing is, if you come to me and you want some help, we can really go places quickly. You know, it's just like the willingness has to be there. But if someone doesn't believe, then that's also okay. Maybe there's a solution. I don't know about, yeah, I'm willing to learn other ways. But I would just say, how is it working? Like, how is your current, how is your current, like, frame of thinking working for you? And if you feel satisfied, largely, then great. You don't need anything. <laughs> Congrats, right? But maybe if you know that you can feel better, then it's great to know that there are always a lot of options. And different teachers, too, who fit more of your style. Have you always thought this way? Like even as a child, did you always veer toward positive thinking versus being stuck in your current situation? Yes. Yes. Because you see the direct results of each, right? So when you have like a depressed mother or an addicted father, you see what how they're thinking, what they're saying, what it's bringing. I mean, you don't even use the word manifest as a, as a kid, but if you're like, she's complaining all the time and it's just her life sucks, right? Or all he, he just um, um, speaks in such a powerless way all the time. He, he is powerless, right? You just see how it works out. Again, you don't need, it doesn't require much, much from you apart from a little bit of attention. And once you're like, oh, this does that, this gets that then you want to choose this, the, the right this, that will get the right that for you. <laughs> right? And I, yes, and I know that uh, even feeling bad temporarily, when you know that there's another, like there's a, an auto-suggestion, there's going to be something that's going to elevate you, not fully, but even in a small way, then why not take it? Like, why suffer? Why do we think we need to suffer so much? I don't believe it. Like, what is it that makes us feel like there's just this virtue in suffering, right? Or this value, or you're only real if you're suffering a lot of the time. No, thanks. That's just simply not true for me. I love that. I love that. I need to like put that on a poster and hang it in my office. No, thanks. 
But sometimes you're like, look, I'm sweating over here. Do you see me? Do you see me? Like the struggle, it's so real. See what I'm doing? And the thing is, you know, sometimes when we want to be in, in, in coaching, we call it a victim loop, we get sympathy, right? We get sympathy even temporarily. And sympathy feels like love, but it's not love and it's short-lived. I'd rather have respect, which is permanent and meaning, meaningful of us. It's like, oh, you poor darling, is everything okay? That really sucks. We all have those moments, right? Like we need a bit of love sometimes, but less than we think. We don't need as much sympathy as we think. It doesn't help. So for someone who is maybe has never tried this practice, what is the first thing you might suggest? Like, hey, just try this today. Here's one simple thing. Yeah. Um, and you don't maybe even need to catch yourself because if you're in this loop, but maybe consciously try this one thing today and see how that might shift. Oh my gosh. If, you, if, if you're new to this, what a candy store awaits you in terms of how joyful you're allowed to be. I mean, if, okay, this is the truth. Your situation, your circumstances, the position in whatever it is, has nothing to do with your happiness. It is only your thinking about your situation. So wherever you are, nothing, not a single thing has to change outside of you in order for you to be happy. Not a single thing. Someone doesn't need to treat you better. You don't need to acquire anything. You don't need to lose weight, like whatever it may be. The only thing that matters is your thinking about your situation. And so how powerful are you then? I mean, this it, it, this can feel like a hard thing to sink in, first of all, because we're not taught this. No one wants to speak about this, right? Because they're like, no, no, you need my jeans. You need my car. You need to buy the, you know. Uh, but you don't need any of those things. And it's proven. I mean... In my book, Subjecting Your Likes, I even say like, you know, the universe of celebrities with great wealth, the suicide rate is very high for those people, right? There is proof everywhere. So when you think about like all everything that you need, you already have it in order to be happy. That would already just be something that I would just think about. Just like meditate on that momentarily and just and see how that can be true for you. What a release. Like just hearing you say that to me, it's like, oh, the world has been lifted off my shoulders. Oh, and there's nothing for you to fix. And guess what? How other people behave and live their life is none of your business because this is a huge cause of suffering too. He shouldn't play video games. When I let my husband play video games, our marriage improved. I'm just like, why am I the general manager of the universe? <laughs> I love that. And as a fellow wife of a gamer and now a mother of gamers, yeah. I totally relate. Mm. I totally relate. And so guess what? Go go for your life, love. Like and and think about if everyone change anybody else, think about how hard it is to change yourself. Right? If you're like, I want to give up wine, or I, I want to start um working out, or I want to, you know, call my mom every day or be a better, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, see how you've been doing that in the past. Has it just come so easily? Oh, but you have a better idea, right? Let's change someone else. It's such a cause of suffering is thinking that we know how other people should behave. We don't, they do stay in your business. Love that. And when you show up as a better person, I feel like the other people around you show up as better people. Yeah, they, they always match you. There could be no exception, right? So how wonderful. Everything you need is uh, has nothing to do with anybody else making a decision or no one else agreeing with you or no one else pleasing you. Do do your thing and I'm just going to quietly do me. And it's, it's, it's wonderfully freeing. Yes. I'm going to live this way starting today. <laughs> or if you even just did it 10% more, like think about it, because, you know, a big shift is tricky. But if you can just think 10% more, if you can feel yourself getting annoyed, if you're like, you know what, 
this doesn't have to annoy me. Peace begins with me. Like this, I'm just going to, I'm going to quietly stay out of this one. And the, the pressure is off and your energy is also saved. Yes. So you meditate as well. Is that correct? Actually, no. <laughs> Yay! A fellow non-meditator. <laughs> and guess what? You don't have to have any prescribed routines. You don't need to wake up at 4.30. You don't need to meditate. You, I mean, there's nothing that you have to do. I mean, there are great suggestions. Everything's available, which is nice. But I find like my meditation is personal, meaning if I go to the elevator and I have to wait, I'll just breathe instead of checking my phone. You know, or if normally it's actually the only moment I tend to meditate is just even just for a few seconds, if I can find myself getting upset or, or um, angry and I'll say, OK, what's what's the problem? What's what do I need to change or how can I see the situation differently? Do you know, what? in those moments, like it's almost like you're in eternity in those moments. You have access to it because you're not in the noise. You're back with yourself, even if something feels chaotic and busy or heated and look it happens you still have fights and all these things you know that happen with your spouse etc but if you can go huh this is normally when I start getting annoyed what am I going to do instead it's almost like a little game and this is when you're just absolutely fun and present and it's it's very powerful and I find my quote-unquote meditation time or when I can step out of the cycle is usually in the shower or when I don't take my phone with me on dog walks Yes. Yes. I love to do that too. Yeah. Leave it. Leave it behind. Yes. I mean, phones exist for our convenience, not for anybody else's convenience. And I know you might see your dog in a really cute little pose on the grass and you want to take a picture, but save it for yourself. You know, it's even a big mark of self-love to not Instagram everything because your gorgeous sunset, your gorgeous cocktail, you know, a nice bar somewhere, your awesome salad, like whatever it may be, it can just be for you. When I went on a rock climbing retreat once, I remember one of the climbers said, when I get to the summit anywhere, he's like, I don't bring my phone. He's like, because the view is for me, I earned it. And I'm like, yes, I just thought that was really lovely. That is, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we're allowed, like we're worthy of experiencing all of like life's gorgeous pleasures on our own. And it's so funny because I always, I mean, I joke about this, but the best things truly, no matter how great a camera you have or whatever, whatever iPhone, nothing beats the real thing. It's true. And it can be frustrating at times, (laughs) but it's so true. Like I can't get that blue. That blue is so beautiful. I know. Well, maybe it's like a little um, godly way of saying, "Mm, it's not meant for the phone, it's meant for you. I like that. Oh. Would you consider positive thinking woo? Okay, so woo. Hmm. I feel like woo is mainstream now, isn't it? Has it? Am I too indoctrinated with it all? You tell me, Abby. <laughs> no, I think it has. I think so many people are more or open to exploring so many different um, kind of realms and modalities and talking mm-hmm. about that. But I still feel like there's a relatively large chunk of people who don't necessarily believe or who are scared and nervous to test those realms because it's outside of traditional science and medicine, I would say. Yes. Well, I would say like, isn't the whole world a mystery really? How much do we really know? Like, yeah, we know a lot of things, but human beings haven't even been around that long. And what, 95% of the ocean is completely undiscovered. So if someone's cynical, how can you be, how can you know enough to even be cynical? <laughs> we don't know anything. <laughs> For real, I think, 
you know, if, if you're if you're cynical, that means that you you've assessed everything and your point of view is, you know, skeptic. You know, skeptic. They're skeptic. I just think there's so much to learn, and you can just lean into what feels right. There is no wrong or right way to live your life, or what beliefs to have, or presence or non-presence to you know foster. It's just you know what's going to bring you like fun. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I love this podcast is because we're, sh- we're sh- kind of showcasing different things. And if something piques your interest, try it out. Mm, yes. I have fun. I have fun a lot of the time questioning whether anything is true. And I just, which is really wonderful because when you are like this rigid, brittle, this is how I am. And this is my point of view. The, the stuck energy of that, I, I don't believe it's very welcoming in terms of new, awesome, cool opportunities and, being able to really experience the world in a rich way. So whenever I have a belief or even an idea or hear something, I just go, yeah, I don't, is that true? I don't know. Like it's kind of interesting and it doesn't really matter whether or not it's true, but just like the willingness to question things, I think just also makes you a lot more relaxed and less combative and uh, frankly more interesting. But I think it's good to have fun, to be open and curious and frankly just not take it all so seriously. It's also better for your health. Yes. For sure. So do you practice any woo modalities? Are you into crystals or? I want it all, Abby. I, I will throw everything at my happiness. Anything. I have a past life reader, EFT coach, um, uh, astrologer, Byron Katie coach. Who else do I have? I have it all. Like I love it all. I read all the books, right? I'll try, I'll try things, you know, um, but essentially, I feel like the, the best thing is to have an open, just a, this open, curious mind. It's very good for stress, not thinking too much about the future because we don't even know what's true, right? We don't really know. Um, and then to take everything, knowing that reality is such an interpretation, to then choose the, the better interpretation, which is just always going to come back to our focus. So I tell you, I mean, we've all, it's easy to see in somebody else, right, Abby? Like if someone has a real issue with their spouse, right? Or a issue with their business, you could, you can see they've got a nice spouse or their business is good, you know, but they'll like fixate on the one thing that they aren't happy with or, you know, and they'll like dig, dig, dig. And I would just be open to the fact that we could, we're all doing that a little bit, especially if we're not feeling great, right? Or if, if we don't feel satisfied, it's like, whereas like, 80% going well, but I'm focusing on a 20% that isn't going so well. And I think we're all doing it all the time in at least one life area. I could probably list a couple of areas. <laughs> I, I, I was speaking even to this, um, this woman lately and she's like a little bit, she put on like a little bit of weight and, and I'm like, your body is so, I'm like, I'm like, do you have any health problems? And she's like, no, I'm like, so you have this really healthy body. Your body is so loyal to you. Think about what our bodies do. They're so brilliant. And I'm like, and you put on a little bit of weight. So what? <laughs> so if you you can change that if you want. You can also not change it if you don't want. Like whatever it is. But like you see, everything is great. Right? What's the problem with that? You know? So having just a, a light, lighter, easier way of interpreting your experiences. Oh, you're just such a positive thinker just in every realm. It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, the more you do it, the more it just becomes who you are, right? Like the brain, just even how it's wired, the brain likes shortcuts, right? So this is why it loves thought loops. So it's good and bad, right? Because a good thought loop will keep repeating and a bad thought loop will keep repeating. And that's why it's so important to question your beliefs. It's like what beliefs are on repeat that aren't so good? Money's hard to come by. 
rich people are crooks. You can't trust women. You can't trust this group of people. You can't trust those, that group of people. You can, again, just question it. Like question, is it working? How does it feel? And the best feeling is always just loving. Oh, I love that. This has been so good. And you have dropped so many nuggets that I think will help so many people. Like this is just, it's brilliant. So how do people find you? How do they get in touch with you? Well, my latest book where I, I speak about this a lot, it's called Stop Checking Your Likes. It's not a social media book, but it's essentially how you find the approval for yourself within. Uh, it's available everywhere books are sold. And uh, you can just head over to my site for any a lot of free confidence resources. Um, Susie, S-U-S-I-E dash more, M-O-O-R-E dot com. Awesome. I love it. Thank you, Abby. Mwah! Thank you for joining me on this episode of Undercover Woo. If you'd like to automatically get new shows every week, please subscribe to the Undercover Woo podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and other platforms. If you enjoyed the show, I'd be honored if you left a review. Please join the conversation about all things woo by following us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at Undercover Woo. Thank you so much for listening. Wishing you peace, health, and happiness.